nervous. Hey, welcome to Guys Without Capes. Mark, you're cute. <laughs> Mark, it's your cute. Hey. <laughs> it's Mark. I'm Tim. And I'm Justin. Welcome. What's up? What's up? What's up? My nerds. What's up, <laughs> What's up my nerds? Another... What is it? It's, it's April 19th, 2020. Oh my goodness. Six of quarantine? Yeah. 420 tomorrow. What you guys doing? Probably going to work. Probably, uh, <laughs> eating some uh, Caprese salad at 420. Caprese? <laughs> Remember that, what op- is that office episode where he tries to frame Toby and he asks the guy for for weed? Oh, yeah. And the guy gives him a Caprice salad. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. Uh, uh, all right. How, so how, are you, how are you guys doing? Good. I'm doing good. What's uh, what's the what's quarantine day <laughs> 50 for you guys or whatever day you've been quarantined? Well, I'm back. I'm back now, so all good at work and uh, a little late on watching this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I saw this great meme. Um, I forgot who posted it, but it's just like 2020 is the weirdest leap year. February had 29 days, March had 60, and April had five years. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what what I feel like. We should we should post that post that on on the Instagram (laughs) story so so people could check it out. (laughs) All right, we're on. uh, We're we're third third podcast in, boys. We made it the the hothead episode of Smallville. Say that after the third episode, all the money starts rolling in. Is that what they say on the podcast world? Yeah. That's when the money rolls in. Ready? Yeah, get ready, boys. Get ready, boys. <laughs> get them gold-plated microphones ready. Thirty-three and a third. <laughs> well, uh-huh. I did get a microphone, guys. You did. So, you did get one. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah. the you have the tele the telemarketer one. For one ear. So I could still hear my boss out of one ear. Yeah. And in the left ear, I hear my compadres. There we go. There we go. All right, episode three kind of hitting stride here. Um, yeah, what what was kind of what was the best part of this episode for you guys? Who wants to start? Me. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What's this? What's 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 going on here? What's going on? Go for talk viewer... about it. Oh, why, why, why are we looking at each other like that? Uh, best part of the episode. Hold for uh, edit. Uh, <laughs> go. Uh, let me think. Uh, well, you know what? To be honest, I think the best part. Well, I really loved everything, like three quarters of this episode. Everything from the opening scene right up until uh, self-combustion. Uh, what do you got? Self-combustion? self-inflicted combustion coach right and then everything from there from that point on when clark resolves everything it was like downhill but the episode i think uh from pilot to now has increasingly got better so um that was a really cool uh opening scene i thought like it, it brought me back to like friday night lights varsity blues like old school uh early like late 90s early 2000 kind of football mo- movies so uh yeah it was a really good episode i thought overall mm. i know that's needed, not specific they just needed james vanderbeek to appear <laughs> yeah yeah totally i don't want your life <laughs> <laughs> that was a clip direct clip <laughs> the movie. uh yeah, that was I'm a gonna... good movie though yeah, yeah, that was a great movie. I liked it. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with you, Mark. Um, really enjoyed this episode. Uh, um, yeah, the, the the football nostalgia. I'm I'm gonna say like the everything Lex in this episode to me was the best part. The um, you know, from the 
continued uh, friendship. Like when when Lex, uh, Lana, and Clark were sitting in that coffee shop, I was like, man, look at this power trio mm. right here just hanging out. Um, and everything with the relationship with his dad, the business, and the fencing. Oh, yeah, I, his his complexity to me in this episode was was the best part. It really like uh, he he shown in this episode like his character who he is. I know we'll talk about it a little bit more, but I'm gonna say everything Lex for me. Mm. Yeah, I think mine stem. I, I can stem off of yours, Jess. My favorite part was just seeing the three. I guess I guess the trio just having their stories connect. Um, how they're all they all have kind of parent issues and how they're kind of dealing with them in their own way. I, I just thought that was that was a cool moment um, where they were all friends. Um, well, I I mean it seems like a pretty rousing uh, positive vibes uh, from this episode. There has to be some pretty some things that you you weren't too pleased with. What what was some of the things that you weren't uh, weren't happy with in this episode? um for those for those at home that aren't that can't really see what's going on we all have each other on video chat right now and people are just pointing (laughs) fingers to determine who's going next (laughs) no one knows who's pointing at home i think it's you Um, tim oh yeah um i I think the worst part for me now justin's notes here and i copied and pasted his note that I could have the hand, but this was a part that I kept the same. Um, it was because my vocation is is a teacher, and I'm not sure if Coach was actually a teacher, but just to see that he was extreme, like that the abuse just kind of struck a chord in me. Um, I don't know, like he was, what was he willing to? Well, he he was going to kill Clark. And he gave his player third degree, well, maybe second degree burns. That was that was really, I don't know. I don't know what he's trying to protect here. Like a legacy, twenty five years is a long time, but I don't. Yeah, no, zero. That's that's definitely the part I was gonna. That was I was gonna ask you, Tim, as an as an educator in the school system, the extreme uh, abuse of the students uh, was. Uh, yeah, I mean. It may may not. I understood it for the storyline, but uh, yeah, it was a little extreme with the the fires in the fields and um, locking Clark in that room. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a uh, it was a little crazy. What about you, it, Mark? Is, well, I, I thought it was pretty normal. That, that's like my <laughs> typical high school experience. You were the like, coach or the student? The student, like my, that's how like I got through high school is when teachers like grabbed my wrist. And burnt it. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. uh, now we need to put know, a disclaimer and, at the beginning uh, of this podcast. Yeah. I'm not going to say warning. which high school. Trigger I'm warning. Say which high school I went to because that would be <laughs> Burnaby South. No, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, no. Uh, you know, the it was just like, well, first of all, that is Mr. Arnold. Yes. Good catch. Remember. Right, yes. and the whole time I was really hoping that like the other football player's name, like one of them would be Kevin, so he'd be like Kevin, right? <laughs> but it wasn't. You know was his, like, you know his name on the show, or like his character was Coach uh, Arnold as well. Was it Coach Arnold? Yeah, was it? Walt Walt Arnold. I checked oh, okay. on IMDb. Oddly oh, okay. enough. Yeah, but I think it was that that one student. I mean, like, of course, like, I I don't condone violence towards students or any kind of abuse. But like, I wish that 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 football player's name was Kevin. But I think it was Trevor. Yeah, it was Trevor. Yeah. Uh, You know, worst uh, part of this episode, totally like the end. Like one, uh, hey, let's scream in the middle of the field, Clark. Like, uh, I don't know, just really stupid. And yeah. then, like, uh, nobody's, like, wondering, like, what happened to the coach? Like, it all just, like, goes away. It wraps up really nicely. Like, there's no mystery. You know, it would have been really cool if, like, because here you get a little bit of, like, Chloe Sullivan, like, detective. And it would have been really cool if they ended the episode on a little bit of a cliffhanger of, like, she went to go investigate a little more or she found like like 
did anybody even wonder what Jonathan was doing there? Like, he got hit with a fire extinguisher, and everything seemed to be pretty peachy afterwards. Like, <laughs> so, for me, it was definitely the end, right? And so, I don't know. Just left it to kind of the imagination. Like, yeah, everything just got resolved. Like, somehow that coach did it. He won, but he wasn't around for it. So, Are you sure it wasn't because you were jealous that Clark got to stand that close to Lana Lang? No, definitely not. Yeah, it was. You know what? Like, it's a fat chance that Kristen Crook's going to be on this podcast. <laughs> okay, you have to edit that out. If there is a chance, now it's zero. Dude, I DM'd her and she said she'd be on for next week. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, anyways. Editing hey, note delete. <laughs> Somebody's got to be the villain on this podcast. <laughs> well, let's let's continue on that villain's train here. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I think all of us uh, identified uh, Coach um, Coach Walt Walt Arnold as uh, kind of the villainous stuff. Um, was there anything else like that made him? I mean, his relationship with the students, but. There's also that relationship he had with uh, Principal Kwan, who came in, and I mean, I, I I think it's it was a not so balanced approach. Kwan Kwan came in pretty heavy-handed uh, to the coach there. I I don't know if you guys have ever played that the latest Spider-Man on Far From Home or not Far From Home, but the the latest PS4. Yeah. Oh. But uh, the villain in that looks like principal kwan maybe that makes no sense to you guys but i was like who's the villain that's a guy. some asian guy in in the spider-man uh video game ps4 i wish kingpin? i had like a screen cap no not kingpin's <laughs> not even the he's not even the villain in the in that game what? it's like all these he, he like it's like this background guy who ends up like gathering all of spider-man's enemies and putting him against but it's an asian dude and uh Principal Kwan looks like that actor must be the voice actor and whatever. But anyways, oh. yeah, I was like, this is crazy. Uh, you know what I, I do like is that I, I did like this villain. Like, uh, like I, I in my notes, I talked about him like it should have been called Firestarter because I, I felt like it had a really paranormal like uh, a feel to it. Like it could have been on the WB's Supernatural with I forgot those actors. Jared Kalecki. Jensen, Jensen Ackles, Ackles or something. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, because he had to like use his mind or his anger to like control some of that stuff. So I really like this, this, uh, this villain was a lot better than the last, the last two. And he had no creeper moments. He wasn't in, he wasn't like infatuated with like a teenage girl. That would have made it really creepy. Um, as for villainous moments for me, I just thought it was pretty villainous when Lana dropped all the things inside the cafe and then everybody started clapping. That was <laughs> that was very that was awful. And she lost relate? her job. <laughs> I know. I know. Could you relate? I, I drop I drop stuff all the time, so that that definitely relates. So yeah. Lana and me were meant to be. What's what's my favorite dropping moment, Tim? Which you one, know. the pizza or like the full glass of Coke? No, the, or like uh, anything in the, the food court? Right, the rice dish. Oh, the oh yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, well, what about the rice dish? The, the, so, this is a story. Everybody was like, uh, people were at my house or my parents' house, and I was heating up some, some food. So, Justin was there, and our friend Andrew was there, and, um, and I think my sister was there. And so I heated it up in the microwave and it was like, I think it was like mashed potatoes and some like, and like roast beef with some gravy on it. It's like, mm, this is going to be delicious. And so what I did was I grabbed it. And then um, Andrew tells it this way, where he says that the signal from my fingers to get to my brain for like, wow, this is hot is so delayed in me that it took me like one and a half seconds to figure it out. So I picked it up. I'm just like, oh, it's hot. And then I promptly dropped it and put mashed potatoes and gravy and meat all over the floor. No, no, man. No, no. 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 It was delayed. But when... (laughs) So a natural reaction would be just to, like, let it go, right? 
but you held it, but you didn't like there was nowhere to put it. And you, you know, you had that closet pantry. Oh yeah, yeah. Think, you pushed the bowl on it like that. <laughs> I don't remember that. I think I suppressed that memory because <laughs> that was socially embarrassing. Oh, man. Uh, that was that yeah. was good. That was good. Anyway. Yeah, out of context, so, not in the Smallville app. Uh, in my universe. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think villains-wise, I'm pretty self-explanatory. We've talked a lot about the not, you know, I mean, I think that's a cool point, Mark, with the paranormal aspect of it. Uh, led to his own demise. Turning, like, water into fire. That's actually, that's some pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty and, and he clearly had no regard for any student. I mean, he almost burned up Chloe as well, right? It wasn't... Uh, oh, yeah. There was no discrimination on the abuse. Uh, Unless Smallville High uses gasoline to to water their grass. Could be. Could be. <laughs> could be. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the heroics here. Um, I mean, I think there's a lot of people had a, a few notes on different heroic things. Um what did you guys I mean I, I can I can start here with some of the heroics. Um you know, I'll I'll get the obvious out of the way, then we can talk about some of these things with uh Mr. Clark Kent and his uh you know, just overall um his football skills as we saw during practice. And uh and you noticed when uh when Chloe was burning in the thing, she yelled out Clark from the window. Yeah. There was no Pete. Pete, help me. Come and get me. No. Um, so, you know, let's the, the Clark heroics are going to be there every episode. But uh, this one, I think, was a little bit more extra Superman-y. Um, you know, killing killing the villain as well. Uh, so, bonus points there, I guess, for Clark. Did he kill the villain? Like... I think he got so mad that he got pushed by a teenager that he just uh, <laughs> spontaneously combusted. That could have been like... his plan, though, Mark. How can I piss this guy off? Because it worked with the bug boy who also killed himself. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, but see, but Superman doesn't kill people though. No. He, does, he convinces he... people to uh, end themselves, end their lives. Yeah. Wow, their own demise. <laughs> Uses their mental health. <laughs> um, you know, heroic, heroic, heroics, heroics. Um, well, you know, like the not so obvious, maybe obvious to some people, but the fact that he decided, you know what, these guys are chumps on the football field, and I could take them all on, so I don't need to prove you know, like my, my strength. So like he, he took the back seat to maybe some like newfound glory, but uh, I really like the super speed in slow-mo. Like, and I think, did he extinguish the fire or was that the coach who like, just because he got startled, the fire went away when he, like Chloe got saved. Was that super speed, like extinguish, or was yeah? That, that was confused. Like I, I, I thought he ran like a circle or something in that office to yeah. create wind. I, I guess because he was controlling the fire with his mind, right? And it looked like he got startled, and then it was like, "Whoa, what the heck?" And then it stopped. Or was it, yeah, like super speed? So I don't know. Oh, oh, you think he stopped? Like he extinguished it because it relies on his mental strength to keep the fire up. Yeah, like his oh, yeah his like his anger, right? So, um, so there's that, and then like the CG. Well, I know like the CGI part, but like the the part where he walks through the fire. Yeah. In the locker room, like at first it's like, oh, he's just untouchable, but then he he takes his jacket off and he's like, then there's like his jacket's on fire, so thought that was a little terrible but again like proving that clark is impervious to a lot of things yeah i think that <laughs> um 
the heroics, I, I don't know. I think I just have a man crush on Jonathan Kent. Um, but when he was saving Clark, that was just like, it, it made me happy. I don't, I don't know what, any other word to, to describe it. But then, uh, does Jonathan at this point know that meteor rocks are like plus Clark are a bad thing? Or is this the first time? Uh, well, he like says it out loud to him, right? But yeah, it's not like I think you just assume or you make your own implications at this point. Yeah, because yeah, like I don't know if Jonathan knew that those were meteor rocks there. And, and, and like, and like yeah. Clark's pretty strong still to throw a rock through like a sauna. Window, yeah, right? like a double yeah. pane window. Yeah. yeah, that was insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Jonathan kicking down the door too. That was that was pretty badass. That was that was cool. Well, he was a top athlete. Yeah, that's true. Amongst the best, and he works on a farm. Yeah, yeah. The wood chipper. Old man strength. <laughs> it was that. It was that. Um, you know, they when they say like uh, when a mother and a baby's trapped under a car and they can lift right. the car. That was like the the strength he had. Yeah, he was yeah. like baby Clark. In the sauna. <laughs> have, have you seen <laughs> Have you seen Trevor Noah's uh, stand up on Netflix? No. He talks about a situation like that where, it, like, a mom would like lay down her life for her child, but then a dad would be like, "You're an idiot. Like, why would you put yourself in that situation?" <laughs> He's like, "You can't make another me, but I can make another you." And so, <laughs> uh, that's pretty but, yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I want to dole out more of the uh, the heroics uh, medals. I'm I'm gonna give Lex a shout out uh, for his his different business acumen uh, yes. as displayed. Um, you know the bit of the context. Um, Lionel Luther, Lex's father, wants him to cut twenty percent of the work force, and and he. He brings his drones, as as Lex said, over, and and Lex decides, no, I'm actually going to increase um, the amount of people working. I'm going to raise because it takes, um, you know, it takes money to make money, and you know, he he kind of I don't know what uh, economic approach it is, but he makes a good point with, hey, when we bounce back, we're going to be stronger than these other companies that have laid off a lot of theirs, um, and uh, you know, it's. Lex's boldness, um, especially to his father, and we know part of part of Lex's father uh, and their relationship is, you know, he's trying to egg his dad on. But actually, he made some really good points. We know he puts that proposal together, and I mean, there were a few quotes uh, that I wanted to share with you guys that I thought was very fitting uh, in that fencing sequence. Lionel, um, you know, Lionel and Lex have this sequence and he goes, you're ruled by your emotions. You don't see the consequences of your moves, um, and stuff. So, you know, uh, already putting Lex at that, like, Hey, you're just, you're just being impulsive here. You're not thinking of that. And we see actually Lionel's motives here, uh, later on in their conversation where he talks about, uh, empires aren't built on clever bookkeeping. So it wasn't really about, per se, the money, but it was, um, you know, keeping that power over, um, you know, whatever, whatever they were trying to build. Uh, and then <clears throat> my favorite line, because uh, Dwight in the office also says this on the episode of Performance Review is, Dad, you have no idea what I'm capable of. and uh bonus easter egg you know rain wilson is also the voice of lex luther in the death and return of superman movies no way yeah so somebody really did his homework because when when lex said that line i started laughing so hard and then i i googled it i'm like oh which episode of the office was it and then they're like oh yeah like rain wilson is the voice of this anyways i talk a lot about lex i'm sure you guys have some thoughts on this as well cut for (laughs) (laughs) insert other thoughts uh you know i 
what I really like, I think we're just kind of off shooting here a little bit, but uh, I, in my notes, I really had a lot of like Lex versus Lionel, Jonathan versus Clark, mm-hmm. uh, Lana versus herself. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> but it is, Lana, you're right. Lana versus herself, or like, and Nell and like and uh, what she's supposed to be in Whitney kind of right and then there's like Chloe versus everyone right um, but uh, where this emotion like and I was just thinking like Clark uh, why did he want to join the football team because he's just like emotional he wants to be like a teenager right uh, and everybody's having these like me versus something moment but uh, you know and like Lex I don't know. I thought the fencing thing was kind of cheesy. Like, so I'm going to fence you, son, and then we'll see. I'm going to fence you. <laughs> I'll box your face. <laughs> yeah. I'll bench your face, huh? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, like, it, it was, it, again, I'm just going back to maybe episode two where it's, like, just developing these characters to who they're going to be eventually. And it's interesting how everybody's being manufactured by uh, certain people. Like, you know, Jonathan is definitely putting in the work to make Clark a better person because, um, and they don't know it yet, but he's going to be Superman, right? And, like, for Lex, it's like, look, you're going to put away your emotions because you're going to be cunning and you're just going to, like, try and destroy Superman one day. So, it's just an interesting thing to watch um, everyone put a little bit. The only person I feel really bad for is Pete. Nobody cares about Pete. <laughs> Number 23 of the Smallville Crows. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Even the coach was, uh, what did he say? Yeah. He's like, oh, look at, he's like all heart. He's like, not, no athleticism. Yeah. Yeah, no like, shred of talent. Yeah, that was like my basketball years in high school. <laughs> Mark, you could just be the manager and keep stats. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Um, and you mentioned <laughs> I just found this in my seat. Are those meteor rocks? Oh, I'm so weak. <laughs> so nice. What the heck, man? I want to. I want to. I want to give. I want to give an honorable mention. Oh wait. Oh, Tim. Any thoughts on on Lex here? Oh, I I really like Lex's character. One one shout out that I want to give out here is Amazon. Amazon Prime has this like X-ray thing oh, yeah. that you're watching um, is is great because all the characters that are on screen it pops up and tells you, hey, these are who they they are, and it links you to their IMDb profile. But just seeing um, uh, what's his name, Michael Rosenbaum, is that his name? yeah, yep, just seeing Michael Rosenbaum like, with hair, um, it was it was yeah, because like to me he's like he's Lex, but. Um, no, I, I like the way that the character is, is being fleshed out. And one thing that I like about my position is that I don't remember how Smallville unfurled. The, the, I, I just remember vaguely like the tension between Clark and Lex just... Um... <laughs> <laughs> this, this is also what I found in my chair. He's holding like a that you'd find in Counter-Strike Go. Just go. Sorry. Um, but yeah, no, like, I'm looking forward to seeing how the relationship develops more and more between Clark and Lex. Um, yes. Because I think that's one of the things that I really enjoyed about Smallville. Um, one of the things I remember, but I don't remember the specifics of it. And it's nice to be able to live it kind of a second time. Yeah, especially knowing what the relationship will be later, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to throw one honorable mention to the uh, always underrated Chloe Sullivan and her heroics in the willingness to not deliver fake news to uh, Smallville High students. Lots of opposition, tons of opposition. She almost died because she's trying to bury the story, but she calls out the jocks. She calls out the coach. uh, Total boldness and uh, badass journalism uh, in my books there. Yeah, she's like a super sleuth. Like she really uh, flexed in this episode. Like she put, she pieced together things quite quickly, and it was like Clark, something's up. Mm-hmm. And Clark's like, okay. Yeah, she's good at convincing <laughs> people to do things. Yeah, like in real life. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not everybody, because Chris and Crook did not fall into that trap. Okay. All right. So, thankfully. Thankfully. Um, let's go into some of the production things. Um, anyone, anyone, any of the music or uh, CGI stuff that you guys wanted to, to bring up here? Uh, for me, like, just nothing. Nothing, nothing memorable. Nothing memorable. I don't know. Like the 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 music. It, this was like the soundtrack of my young adulthood. Um, I, like like Mark alluded to, or like Mark said in a previous episode, it's just like after you'd watch Smallville, you'd go onto whatever it is that you download your music on to try and find whatever songs that they uh, they. Um, had and we didn't have like uh, we didn't have like I don't I don't think Shazam was out um, to so that you could um, figure out what songs they are so you need to do some sleuthing so um, what they have Gorillas and Eastwood and then they had some forty one and then uh, the, the the ending track the ending track wasn't I didn't know what that was it wasn't memorable yeah it was another did you know what it was Mark. I didn't catch it. What I, I I didn't pay much attention to the um, like the soundtrack this episode. I think I was I think I was more because the story like, was so good. Yeah, like I was involved with the story, so um, it didn't really yeah it didn't really hit me. I mean that opening scene really just got my attention. It was like a. And then I just, yeah, the music was un, like not, it was forgettable. Yeah, it's interesting with, I mean, maybe we were just quite enthralled. I didn't have, I didn't have lots of notes in the music or CGI yeah. part. I mean, the fire, fire, actually the fire looked fine. Like the ones at, at the field and even in the shower, uh, I'm sure that's, yeah, whatever they, whatever liquid kerosene or whatever they put through it seem pretty legit the, the only thing i would mention is that kick that clark did through the window the coaches the coach went through the window and had that like three different angles to like <laughs> like he was pulled through it, it oh yeah, yeah 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 and like uh the little jump during a football practice yeah yes yeah yeah you could tell, tell that was like ropes or whatever like, I'm pretty sure Tom Welling could have just done that himself. The guy is like, like a stud. You know what they did? All the football guys were on their knees. <laughs> so I'm looking. Probably. All right. Uh, the I don't know fun portion of the show, kind of the the deeper thoughts, deeper meanings piece. Um, would you guys? Would you guys come up with on that? Who wants to start? Uh, I'll, I'll start. I mean, I really liked, uh, that back and forth between Martha and, uh, Jonathan Kent. And I think, I think it was not his judgment, but his trust. I think that was what it was, was, can you trust him to, because, yeah, I think like, you know, when I'm thinking about, you know, what kind of powers Clark has. He's got a, you know, he, I think he's got good judgment based on his nurturing. Uh, but, you know, can you trust that he'll do the right thing every time? And I don't know. I think, like, she, I think she did say, like, he's still a teenager, right? And, like, he's going after, like, good on Clark for, like, wanting to play football, right? And then he has to make the decision, like, am I going to overpower those peons or not right like and so he ends up in the end like saying nah, i don't need th- i don't need this right and, uh, and, La- I think and part lana of it, quit yeah and lana quit right like well and you know what's funny is like because lana's not a cheerleader anymore clark do you not want to be a football player exactly <laughs> yeah so but uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that like scene between Martha and, and like she, she, you know, good on Martha to stand up to Jonathan, you know, like one, hottie, two, <laughs> two, like stands up to the alpha male in the Kent family 
right? And uh, yeah, so I don't know. I thought uh, that was a good episode for for Clark's growth, and I think for the family to grow and to trust because they got they got a kid who's gonna be the man, the man, yeah, the man who is super. Or the man who is a bad. He's kind of like amazing, great. If there's another word, great man, amazing man, great man, <laughs> great man, better than average man, amazing man. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna, fantastic man. I wanna pull on that thread a little, Mark, because uh, yeah, I did, I did enjoy that discussion as well. Like the the quote that. Um, Ma Kent has is this isn't about his gifts; it's about his judgment, right? And and we and it reveals to us that we could totally hear that. <laughs> 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 so, uh, you know what? I I don't know if you you've gotten lower on the mic. Me volume wise, yeah. Okay, maybe I'm not. Can you hear me now? Way better. Okay. So I was like, maybe you don't hear this. <laughs> I'm gonna mute. My hold eyes. for edit. No, is... <laughs> no, don't hold for edit. <laughs> uh, this is the most perfect, yes. perfect podcast. Yeah. But uh, I want to. I wanted to pull on that thread, Mark, because I like the thought. So it's. So it's revealed. It's revealed. You know what? Young... I'm like the biz nasty. Yeah. I'm the Paul Bissett. <laughs> Spitting chicklets. Chicklets. Yeah, for this podcast. All right. Who's the other guy? Who's like the straight man? Who's the straight man? In that in that spin chicklets. I don't know. Like I I mean like there's like it's it's Paul Bizanet and then it's Ryan Whitney and then I think there's like two Boston guys. Do you guys hear the latest one? It's got Bull Horvat on no, it. No. Oh, they like cuz they're from Boston and they like rip on Canucks fans. Cuz they're like, "Oh, if we say that like you know, Canucks fans are going to go crazy. Anyways, <clears throat> but Paul Bissonnet, man, he's hilarious. <laughs> Don't promote other people's <laughs> podcasts. On... <laughs> well, it's not Smallville. It's true. not going to run That's against true. us. Okay, okay let's pull on that thread. It's <laughs> 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 so loud. It's taking you just like five minutes to get okay. on that thread. Okay. <laughs> I just had a spit take. Edit all of this the, the... <laughs> to make it sound like it's a coherent, <laughs> coherent thought. You still hear my mic? It's probably a little wet from the bubbly. Mark, I like that point you just made a second ago. <laughs> In that conversation, part of uh, uh, Jonathan Kent's fears, and he he says it, is that I don't want people to find the truth because then they'll take Clark away, right? And and we know that uh, episode one, they you know Clark was like a gift to them, right? Like obviously they seem like they they were having challenges and stuff. So you know his ultimate fear is like Clark being taken away from them, right? And I'm sure the powers make sense. But, uh, yeah. Tim, <laughs> Yeah, taking him to, like, Area 51. Wait, is my mic on? Yeah, it's on. Yeah. <laughs> this, is what, this is what it sounds like. You're like... <laughs> So loud. <laughs> so loud. Hold for edit. Hold for edit. Hey, hey, it's a pretty good seventeen dollar mic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's nice. Okay, Tim, add some. Referring <laughs> to your previous statement, Jack. Um, I I I like one of the characters that I really liked, and this I, I don't think this goes as well. I, this will go deeper later on, but. It was nice to see Lionel Luther um, show up to kind of be like he's he's a cool. I don't know if you can call him a foil, but it, he's just nice to see Lex kind of 
and uh, it's nice to see Lex in the foreground and the final in the background, just to see what Lex's motivation is um, and to see how he wants to be from his dad. Um, and um, and so that's that's one. And then uh, one one thing that I really liked was um, well, not really liked, but I was just oh, I, de- I identify with that. I connect with that. Was when um, Clark Clark and Jonathan were having that back and forth, and then. Clark said, or Jonathan said, you can go um, and tell him that you're not playing. And he's like, dad, I'm going to play or something like that. And I was just like, wow. Like, and you, you could see like the quiver in his, in his lip. He looked like that was good acting. It was not any like award. Sorry, Tom Welling. Um, but, uh... <laughs> you're so loud. What are you doing? I just turned it off. Oh, so so <laughs> You're like folding laundry. Or <laughs> and then I just turned it back on because it's gonna make a comment about Tim's comment. And then you guys think I'm okay. going back on me. Okay, no, you can comment. Yeah, comment. I'm, I'm, de- I'm, I'm, I'm done. My... <laughs> I'm done my point. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, Clark did a big f you. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, 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 guess I added a few rubs against the mic here. Yo. <laughs> People are gonna turn this off. <laughs> Tim, edit this all out, please. <clears throat> Connected to just bring it back from the initial point here of the father defiance episode here, you know, Jonathan is motivated because he, he loves Clark obviously. And uh, we see that Lionel's motivation is, is really like withholding that love from Lex. Uh, He really wants that relationship. Like, you know, Lex, I think Lex was really offended when, uh, you know, Jonathan sent his drones as, as he said, over there and so this defiance like has the the motivation the father motivation let's say is is contrasting here um you know uh in in like opposite ways of showing love basically but you know maybe a teenager thing is rebelling no matter what right Mm -hmm. totally did anyone catch that part where he was like hey dominic tell your sister i say hello Right, and I was like, "That's pretty villainous." Like, that's like yeah. Playboy esque, you know. The first time, you know, because you're like, Lex is getting, you know, he's he's part of this like little Smallville crew, and then he goes and he pulls this little like, "Go and say hello to your sister for me." Like, what did he do? Did he date her? One night stand? You know, was being a dirtbag? You know, little dig towards Dominic. And every time everybody says drones, I'm always thinking like the flying drones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm never thinking like. I'm sure there were versions of like Lex would have one of those if anybody had yeah. them during that time. Yeah. But I. So, anyways. I don't think people like would dream that drones would exist in the way that they do now back in 2002. Was that 2002? Yeah. 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 I didn't. I didn't. I wouldn't have thought of drones back then. Where's your Where's Something your drone, Mark? Uh, it's uh needs to be updated, and it's underneath my t- TV. Nice. I live near an airport, so I can't really like test it even because it's in a no-fly zone. All right, guys. This uh, episode is clearly coming to an end here. Uh, are there any other any other moments that we haven't talked about? You guys want to highlight? there before we do the episode rating yeah i think that like when clark was emerging from the fire i think i owned clark shirt like i had that shirt in high school or in university must have been university hot take hot take wait are you guys both wearing blue yep didn't you get the memo that's what the Uh, That's what the WhatsApp message said. Wear blue. Oh. Damn, I'm wearing green. No, I don't, you know, like, I think overall a really good episode. Um, I I wish they would utilize the cliffhanger. Yeah. 
versus the cheesy, you know, like happy go lucky. Like, get a little dark, but um, you know, it was it was a good episode. Yeah, I don't, you know, like especially early in a series, you know how they try to create like good standalones just to get picked up or something. I, I'm assuming that lack of cliffhanger vibe is because of that. Yeah, totally. I was just about to agree. But, but I, uh, but I also just think like, uh, like it would have been cool. Like now, just looking back, like if they did some sort of continuity, like you know, like mention Greg or something, uh, Bug Boy, right? Or like somebody who got hit by one of the freak of the weeks ended up, you know, recovering or. You know, it'd been kind of cool to, to, but maybe there's going to be some. Mm. I, I forget even what season two was like, right? So yeah, I think yeah. it'll be interesting to get through these episodes because it is progressively getting better. So, yeah. and these yeah. aren't filmed linearly. Like, you know, oftentimes you can read, like, this was actually supposed to play here, but then they did that here, mm. you know? Mm. I mean, there could be many reasons. Uh, let's go to the, the ratings, guys. Who wants to start this week? Your episode rating. Who started last week? I don't remember. I think I started last week because I described the rating system. Yes. Okay. I'll go. I'll go quick then. Um, like I said at the beginning, I really like this. For me, an eight-five rating of this episode out of ten. Wow. Yeah, I was right there too. Eight and a half capes. Capes without capes. Wow. Okay. I like. I think I was the outlier. Um. Well, actually, if I, I looked at last week's episode, and I think I gave it a 7-7. Seven, seven. I initially put a 7-9, but let's bump that up. 8-1. 8-1. 8-1. 8-1 and 8-5. Yeah. That's good. Great episode. Um, lots of great stuff out of it. Excited to see what, what next week next week brings. What's next week's episode? Next week episode is <laughs> X-ray. X-ray. Yes. Next week is X-ray. Oh, yeah. I think I think we're getting we're getting here. We're getting here. I do have one final question to ask you guys. So, if you had Clark's powers, what sport would you want to dominate? Esports. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if his this is powers could they translate into esports? Yeah, could you yeah, could you translate? No, that? absolutely not. He'd like click the mouse so fast. <laughs> okay, serious though. Oh, serious. Baseball, baseball. Baseball. Yeah. Because you'll you'll make the most money. Uh and you know, I will you really get questioned for hitting the long ball? Mark McGuire did. <laughs> Sammy Sosa. Did you know that Sammy Sosa is like white now? <laughs> what? Like, look at look it up. He's he's like he his skin color is like is sort of like the Michael Jackson thing. I think there was some there was like back like two years ago somebody talked about Sammy Sosa. And oh like, yeah. Like, no, <clears throat> yeah. I'm not I'm not being racist here. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a thing. It's a thing. What position, Jess, on a on a ba- on the baseball team? What position, though? Like in the field? Probably like uh, an out DH. outfielder. No, an outfielder, so you could throw. Like, remember um, uh, Nomo, the guy who played for the Mariners, the Japanese. Nomo. Not Nomo. Hideo sorry, no. not Nomo. Um, what's his name? No, Ichiro. Ichiro Suzuki. Ichiro, yeah, Suzuki. Remember he used to like gun people from like the right field. Yeah, I think it was him. Yeah, no, that'd be a good. Sport. Well, what about you? Uh, I would think about like some form of like single sport. You know, like I don't know. I'm not sure. Tim, there's a ghost behind you. It's just Laura. Uh, <laughs> just kind of cute. <laughs> She doesn't think this is Thanks, Mark. Mark. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I would choose. Wait, did you choose? Or is it... No, I haven't. But go ahead, Tim. But go ahead. 
But the thing is, is that is he like is his accuracy affected by his superpowers? Because I would say golf. Golf is like a minute thing. I guess he could slow down time, right? Like in his head, like he perceives stuff. He could also hit the ball, run to the ball, and throw it in, <laughs> and then run back. That's right. No yeah. one would know. That's true. That's eighteen holes in one. <laughs> what's what's that um, Olympic sport where you have to like do like ten events? Decathlon. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably. Oh, do that, that would be a good oh, one. Yeah. You just won't make any money. Yeah. But then you'd be a reporter for the Daily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you would be like broadcaster afterwards. Yeah. Low-key, you know? Low-key. Yeah. So You won't you won't appear in a Wheaties box, though. Or the... Oh, maybe. Maybe if you were that good at decathlon. Yeah, like, I don't know. But like hockey, probably, then would be my next, for sure. Is that living your dream, Mark? Or I've already le- I've already like lived that dream. Hockey? It's called NHL twenty. <laughs> esports, see? Esports. esports. Yeah. Weren't we gonna try out for the Philippines national team? Yeah. You don't have the money. Oh yeah. That's right. And, and remember, remember you have to call the only way we do it is if the Philippines ever uh hosted a winter Olympics because you get an automatic team. Right. Because then you have to qualify. So you have to beat like Russia and like <laughs> all those other teams. Yo, my old roommate, Jay Omerga, said that he was training in Salt Lake City on the speed skating team and then he was going to represent the Philippines. So he was he was working on that goal. But I I think it's dead now because he's much older now. But he, before he was in Salt Lake City training for speed skating. So he could represent wow. the good old Filipinos. Imagine seeing the Winter Olympic Games in the Philippines. <laughs> it would be all played inside of a mall. It would just look like uh, Vancouver because we had like no oh, snow. That's true. That's true. <laughs> they just use hollow, hollow ice. <laughs> Shaved ice. Machine. Shaved ice. <laughs> like the panda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, folks, uh, thanks for listening to this podcast. Uh, I hope I didn't offend anyone personally on my notes, but uh, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. Next next episode is called X-Ray. We'll have another podcast for you guys. Uh, Leave your comments or whatever is on Anchor or whatever thing we're uploading this on and uh, tell us uh, what you liked about our podcast or uh, subscribe and uh, give us some feedback so thanks for tuning in and uh, hope you join us next week see ya peace